Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Positivity Podcast. In today's episode, I'm with Maria Humphreys. She's a social media content creation coach that helps people to create content for their social media accounts. She also works in lines of meditation, hypnotherapy, and much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it. Hi, Demir, are you right? I am doing so great. That was so fun talking to you for a second on Instagram. No, you too. You too. It was good. <laughs> technology that we have at our disposal (laughs) is absolutely amazing i love it it is pretty fascinating like um you know what's available to us at our fingertips isn't it yes and i think for a long time for years now of course people have been shy about using technology because so many people abuse it you know, over the years, of course, and it's gotten a bad rap. That's one of the things my show is about, Mm. is that I believe technology can be used for positive purposes. Mm. And I believe it is a responsibility for us to do so. Mm. Now, of course, in the pandemic, we have to use it Mm. more than ever. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's, It's pretty fascinating. And I think, like you said, it's a useful tool that can be used in a positive way to you know create all kinds of things you know from podcasts to businesses to youtube channels you know pretty much anything really yes 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 so um and one of the things i've been working on my platform strong body strong Mm. soul is the name of it because i'm a meditation teacher Mm. personal trainer but a lot of what I teach is empowering people, how to use their own power mm. to be stronger and remember how strong they are. And what's happened in my life professionally 
is that because of my podcast, because of my YouTube channel, I've just gotten more visibility. And I, my degree in college was communication. So I was always into film editing and such, but I never mm. went that route mm. as a career. But now when spirituality and that connection and helping people mm. feel, figure out their authentic selves and such, that's what compelled me to create my podcast. But then I started using all the tools that I know how to do. And it's becoming obvious that I'm really good at helping people with social media, with technology mm. itself mm. as well to help them. So that is more and more becoming my business. And my kids look at me and go, mom, how did you know how to do that? I'm like, oh, I forgot. This is what I studied. In college. <laughs> I, I, I actually went into the legal field and I was in the concert business for a long time. So music and rock and roll and all that kind of stuff is part of who mm. I am as well. And I'm about the meditation mm. and I'm about helping people figure out how to mm. go on LinkedIn and go live. Don't be afraid of going live. Mm you know stuff like that so i just i love it I no love it's, it. it's it's quite amazing that you've um made that shift as well isn't it you know from what you used to do in like legal work and um music yes. and rock and roll to like meditation to like coaching and uh social media it's it's pretty pretty amazing yes and it's so much fun and it uncovers the, the, the more I use the technology, the braver I get about sharing mm. myself about all the different ranges, because I think my main message is that you need to embrace all of your ranges. You cannot be happy all mm. the time. You just can't, you can't just say, I'm going to be happy and stay at that level all mm. the time. You have to acknowledge the downtimes as mm. well. And you have to recognize your weaknesses so that you can either make yourself more powerful or find the right people who can help you to take up the slack mm. because everybody can't be everything. Mm. And it's okay. I think there's such a, a pressure to be perfect right now that we a lot of people try so hard to put on this persona that they have their shit together and they mm. don't, I don't, nobody mm. does. And it's okay. It's okay. Mm. I, I completely resonate with what you said. And I think like, um, that's kind of how the world's kind of, how society has been or become, and I think, like with what's happening, it's it's making people uh, reflect and really think about where they are and what they're doing. And this is, you know, a mm -hmm. golden opportunity to stop and reflect and think about what you're doing and create, you know, that thing that you want to create. I think, you know, get to know to really get to know. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, Adam, that it's really important for so many of us to be talking about what's going on in a positive way that we can learn from it. Because I think anything is any challenge, any discouragement, any disappointment is a learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. We can say that 
we can say that, but it's really important to go to that next step and really, really embrace that and learn from it. And the learning Mm. comes in taking it into the future and not forgetting because as a human species, I think uh, obviously we forget our own mistakes over time so often Mm. we go back and we start to you know Mm. gender profile or whatever whatever the injustice in the world may be we could go to the depths of you know Mm. the holocaust and we see smaller versions of Mm. happening through history So I think the lesson here in this pandemic situation is to have as many of us talking about it as possible, what we envision the world is going to be Mm. like when Mm. this is over and take that into the future with us and not forget the lessons that we're learning right now, because some people out there, some Mm. leaders are getting a little slap in the face and being humbled Mm. by the situation. But I want that to last. I don't want them to come out of this and say, see, I had it under control the whole time. Don't worry. You know, it was no big deal. (laughs) Oh my God. Especially with the way people manipulate social media. Can Mm. you imagine the tweets in a couple of years being like, Oh yeah, it was just a little blip on the radar. No big deal. Mm. I knew what I was Mm. doing the whole time. Yeah. Some people, some people may say that in the future. And I think it's important for all of us to just kind of be who we are as strong mm. as we can be. And um, yeah, and no, truth. exactly. And it's people shouldn't be using this as an opportunity to promote themselves in like a negative way, if you know what I mean, like in, um, yes. in the government and things like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think it's a sad time. Mm -hmm. Obviously, in general, we're losing so many people in this world. It's just Mm -hmm. horrific. But I think that technology itself, even, you know, what Mm -hmm. kind of mask to wear, you know, how how the virus spreads. I think that legitimately, though, information is changing Mm -hmm. all the time. So some people may be out there taking advantage of the situation and others may be doing the best they can offering things from a really authentic point of view. And then a couple of days later, a week later, figure out that whatever Mm -hmm. they were selling really doesn't work. Everyone who's doing things that turns out not to be Mm -hmm. um, really viable, isn't doing it to be evil either. I think Mm -hmm. that's important to, to mention because I think that a lot of people are getting um, a lot of bad mm. publicity or, or lack of respect because they keep changing. Like, like mm. the World Health Organization, you know, the information that they have available to them keeps changing. The numbers keep changing. They, you know, how they do the testing, whatever it may be, we're in a constant state of flux. Mm-hmm. And we have to I've... keep that in mind. I did see that on the news. Like, yeah, I saw that the information changes a lot, and I, I, I don't watch too much news, but I do kind of, you know, scan through it yeah. on um, Sky News. That's the the news I use in the in the UK, and that 
kind of like covers the UK as well as you know the globe. Mm-hmm. And um, they said that Donald Trump, Donald Trump's like cutting the funding to the World Health Organization because he thinks like nothing much has been done on the, on their mm-hmm. side of things. I mean, that's his that's his opinion, but um, well. His opinion mm. usually is that someone else is to blame. Yeah. So that's a given. I mean, I, I hope no. the world understands that all Americans don't think like he does. But um, I, I know they do, obviously. Yeah, but, it's, uh, yeah it's just worth noting. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I it's, just... Um, it's, it's just, I think, like you said, it's in constant it's just, flux and things are changing. People's... Um, I mean, this is an early virus, isn't it? So, I mean, like, uh, their their understanding about it, you know, it's constantly changing mm-hmm. and being updated. And like you said, I think when things are in constant mm-hmm. flux, it kind of makes, I don't know, I think it makes people a bit uneasy and anxious because we we crave certainty. We, we need to know what's going on. And it's like, if these big organizations and corporations don't really know what's going on, then... I think it can freak some people out. Yes. And I, I, I think, you know, I'll, I'll veer in another mm. direction. I think that's why meditation is so important. Meditation or prayer, whatever you want to call it. I think everyone needs to mm. find that, that faith and hope in the the very mm. fact that we do not mm. control nature we just don't and for anybody for any human being to feel like they control it is so ridiculous and absolutely mm. leads to anxiety and depression and and blaming and judging mm. and comparing everything stems from the from our need mm. to control and if we aren't in control and we think that we need to turn to someone to be in control, some other human mm. to be in control. That's where we start to get into all that conspiracy kind of stuff too. Like mm-hmm. when we're talking about the pandemic and the World Health Organization, I go on there on the live stream sometimes and there are people typing in there, you know, Donald Trump has the cure. He's going to sell it for profit and stuff and just like Mm. ridiculous things like you know ridiculous conspiracy things that they want to make up a story and they need to use their imagination to make themselves feel Mm. better yeah i wish they wouldn't type stuff like that on those live streams (laughs) that's all i'm saying it's very disruptive the the information around this is a bit crazy like what um, um what what's caused it and all these theories around uh, it being being an, a bioengineered weapon and uh, how it started. Mm-hmm. But I, I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast and he had um, a disease expert mm-hmm. on called uh, I think Michael Osterholm and he said um, that it, it, it there's no way that this could be bioengineered. He said uh, Mother Nature does it better. Really, there's no way that we could have created something like this. So, But right. but how would how would right. like it's, you? Yeah, it's just silly. It's what, silly. what advice would you give to people who you know yeah. in ways of coping with their like mental health doing this and or physical health? Would you say? 
Well, I think that sadly, I think we Mm. all need to be aware and realize that nature is going to operate on its own timetable. I think Mm. that we do have the ability to slow down the damage that can be happening right now. Absolutely. The stay at home orders, the masks, anything that anyone can do out there will absolutely help minimize the damage that can be happening right now. But I think that we all Mm. need to recognize that we are not in control of this planet, you know, and I, I think fear is taking over a lot. I think that fear of our own survival, not just on a personal level, but Mm. at this stage on this scale, I mean, at a very deep, Mm. profound level, I think, you know, humanity could be in danger. You know, who's going to survive? And you know what? Mm. It's so ridiculous to think that someone would make up this virus to, you know, Mm. I don't know, reduce the population or whatever they think or make money. You know what? The virus doesn't care who you are. Of course, it doesn't matter if you're Mm. a Republican or a Democrat or rich or poor. It doesn't matter. Of course, it it, it has nothing to do with that. Mm. But on a... I yeah. think that everyone needs to take a deep breath and or five <laughs> and um, just, mm. I think that it's so important to mm. find calm, even in the face of the situation, <sighs> even in the face of mm. the possibility that you're going to lose someone you love, even mm. with that. My mom, Adam, she lives about a two-hour drive away from where we are. And I haven't seen Mm. her in over a month now. We usually see her every once in a while. But Mm. it is a real concern. If if she got it, Mm. it, it's a real possibility that I would never, ever see her again. Never. It's just... it's. Just mm. mind-boggling how tragic, how many people out there are losing loved ones yeah. without the ability to be with them. It's just so awful. But, but I think in, a, in the most general, in the most real way, mm. I think that we all need to acknowledge that we're going to die. I think it's it's absolutely it's a fear of death on a mm. very personal level, but mm. we never know when we're going to die. We we never know if we're going to get hit by a car. Mm. My husband could go to work one day and you know never come home. You know I, I live across from the hill where Kobe Bryant's helicopter went down. And we could see the flames from our backyard. And it's just so Mm. bizarre to me. The timing, the timing of everything in general is just overwhelming. We are are a speck in this world. Kobe Bryant's light is still here. Mm. He's still here. 
all of those people in that helicopter crash are still here. Mm. It's okay if they were 10 years old, 15, 40 years old. We don't know when we're going to go. I think that the most important thing that we can all do is cherish the people that are next mm. to us, that are within our reach. Adam, you right there yeah. in the UK, you are within my reach right mm. now to tell you, to tell you how important you are and mm. how powerful your voice is yeah. in this no. world. I think that is the place where we all need to figure out how we can get there. That feeling of gratitude and appreciation mm. does override. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think, you know, using the tools that we have, you know, we can connect to people in, you know, magnificent and magnificent ways. And, um, your gratitude does kind of shine, shine through. It's quite, quite powerful. Like I, I kind of do like a gratitude list and I'll affirm myself. Like if, if I go for a run or if I go for a walk, you know, I'm grateful for where I am in my level of health and just everything, you know, because I know people out there have got it far, far worse. Um, yes. You know, I'm very, we're all very fortunate, you know, if we're yes. um, not in a position where we're at high risk or at risk of catching such a virus. Um, I mean, it is kind of everywhere, but, you know, it, it kind of isn't at the same time, if that makes sense. Like, but, um, mm. Mm. well, it's it's interesting because it's hit and miss too. I mean, even when people are exposed to someone with the virus, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going mm. to get it either. It's like it's not a one hundred percent guarantee. So it's nature mm -hmm. is gonna choose a lot of people. It's a big kind but of uh, it doesn't choose everyone. gamble isn't it it's a bit like Russian roulette so have. to speak it's um, if wrong place wrong time uh, you know it's, yeah. it's, it's a big yeah. hit and miss in the unknown well and the, and the thing about it is that it's so scary because you know a 25 year old mm. super healthy mm. person can get it and be fine. Tons of people are getting it and they're fine. You know, it's a long time. It's two weeks. It's not like a little cold that you get for a few days, but it's going to knock you on your ass. But the, the problem is that if you're a healthy 25 year old mm. and you have it and you don't have symptoms, you're, you don't know who you're going to touch, who you're going to spread it to. Yeah. You don't know if the gas station attendant that you talk to, you're going to give it to them. And they die. Mm -hmm. You know, that's mm -hmm. the thing. It's like, do we want to take responsibility for someone else's death? Not our own. Even if we get it. A lot of people out there are, are thinking, you know, oh, I don't need to pay attention. Mm -hmm. If I get it, so what? That's it. What about all the other people that you might I mean, give it to? It's like, 
if I go to the supermarket, yeah. I kind of, yeah. I know it's a bit it's hypothetical great. thinking this way, you know, you're just going to the supermarket, but sometimes when I've done it, I, you know, I wear, I wear gloves and a mask sometimes, you know, I, wear, I always wear gloves, I tend to wear a mask. And um, I think to myself, like, kind of, mm-hmm. ri- if you think about it, you're kind of risking mm-hmm. your life in some way, because you just don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, it's highly unlikely, you know, based, you know, where, where I live, there's not right. many cases. I'm quite lucky, but even though you just you just don't know, like you said. Um, mm-hmm. Well, in our area, in our area, we are supposed to be wearing masks all of the time when we when we go out to public places. But I just want to remind everyone: mm-hmm. the reason you wear a mask is not to protect yourself from getting it; it's to Assume that you already mm-hmm. have it so that your breath will not get to others. That's where the mask comes in. It's to protect the people around you. It's to protect who you come into contact mm-hmm. with. So I've been saying for a while, I'm just trying to think of it as if I already have it. And to tell you the truth, Adam, <laughs> it's kind of funny because I'm thinking if I wear a mask out yeah. in public, people around me are going to assume I have it and stay away from me anyway. It's kind of scary. So it's kind of a deterrent too, to have to keep that physical distancing. It's kind of an alert to stay away. Um, It's just so crazy because, you know, of course we are Mm, not used mm. to wearing masks. I love seeing people smile. And you can't see their <laughs> smile right now. You can't recognize people. I feel like a bank robber when I'm out there. It's crazy, you know? And uh, yeah. And I have a dog and he needs to walk. Mm. We have to take him on walks. He's a, he's a little, he's nice. a Doberman. He's, he's great. He's really cute. But I take him on bike rides. That's what we do because mm. he needs to run. And it's perfect because I'll nice. have him on a leash and he's right next to me and we run. He loves it. It's perfect. But I was waffly about whether I wear a mask or not because the mask is uncomfortable. Mm. And even if I'm not going very far, it can make me kind of sweaty and stuff and itchy and everything. So the first time I w- went out with mm. him last week or so, I did wear a mask when the order came down that we should. And I rode my bike around and no one else was wearing a mask. So I felt kind of foolish at the same Mm. time. So then now Mm. I decided, okay, I don't need to wear a mask when I'm on my bike because I'm not near anyone anyway. But then someone else, and just like we were saying how information is changing all the time, they're saying if you are exercising, the physical distance between people should be 12 feet because you're breathing heavier. And so if your exhale is actually spreading further away from you. So now I have this vision in my head, Adam, you know, some Mm. of those videos that they're doing from the scientists about Mm. how far the virus Mm. travels, you know, the cloud or the little specks, the particles, the particulates in the air and stuff. So now I'm picturing in my head, (laughs) riding my bike down the street with my dog, leaving a trail of particulates. (laughs) Yeah. For everyone that's walking, I'm like, oh my god, the scientists mm. would have a heyday yeah, that, with this I, example because I could be spreading it. I, I don't did know. see that on uh, the internet, actually. I um, don't know. 
I don't that, know. that kind of graph. <laughs> well, it was a picture of someone, an example of someone running and the distance between. And um, and I go running, mm-hmm. but luckily, where where I go, there's not many people. Oh, but but I did think to myself, like you know, if you was in certain areas and there's people running around or uh-huh. exercising, and you and you've got it, you, you know, you're just spreading it to hundreds of people. Right. Mm. Yes. Yes. I mean, obviously the gyms are closed, but our parks in our area mm. are closed as well. And a lot of times people go in there at the very beginning of the pand- of this whole situation. Mm-hmm. People were going into the park and working out and doing chin-ups on the kid play equipment and such, which is normal. But now the park is closed. Yeah, it's... Um, so there's nowhere to do that even mm. outside. It's just bizarre. I, I mean, I live in a pretty rural area. Yeah, um, yeah. You can see some of my videos. Mac, oh. my dog, is in some of my IGTV videos, by mm. the way, of me biking with my dog. <laughs> so you can see what I'm talking about. It's pretty rural, but there are, st- I probably see, you know, maybe 10 or 15 mm. people on the road. But I'm very fortunate that I'm not in downtown New York or Los Angeles in a penthouse or something mm. or an apartment studio yeah where I, packed in I know a few people, people uh, on my instagram no who were in new york and um they haven't left the house and properly you know in like i think a couple of weeks close to a month mm-hmm. yeah i mean they a lot of them don't mm. even have little patios that it is can, it is like, crazy fresh air practically it's like i a mean it does it does make you grateful with your current situation um oh. It does. It does. But I, I think that it makes us all, like we were saying, to be, I think the more oh, we acknowledge that we don't have mm. control over it, but the more that we acknowledge mm. that giving of our voice and our energy and sharing our situation and our perspective, no matter what it is. I mm. remember mm. when I first started doing YouTube videos, I'd be at the beach. I live in Southern oh, California. Nice. Okay. So I'm about a 15, 20 minute drive from Malibu, from the beach. So I can go there and I often make videos on the sand with the surf in the background. I'll do meditation videos. I'll do funny videos. I'll do Mm. little nature birds and stuff. And I talk about the power of the ocean and any body of water. And I remember one time I released a video and I was talking about that very fact mm-hmm. and a woman on Facebook responded mm-hmm. to one of my videos and I could feel her energy, you know, those kind of <laughs> through the post. Well, I don't live near any water. Mm-hmm. And she was acting like I was posting this thing to make her jealous. It was crazy. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, I'm sorry I ruined your day <laughs> by showing you the beach. But the reason I put things mm. like that out there is to share the beauty in mm. the world that I see yeah. for the benefit of who's watching. And that's you wanting to have a positive impact. That is my intention. You know, on the universe and to connect with, with other people and for them to take something positive from it. But there are some people out there who, in their paradigm, and their Absolutely. kind of... Um, in their mindset, they're 
what's the word, resentful and look at things because they haven't got it because you're there mm-hmm. that causes something in them so then they're giving like you negativity because that's right. their own negativity like right right well that mm. that's like what i said at the beginning that whole judging and comparing yourself to other people mm. that right there adam is the cause of human suffering right there you know to see someone and feel their happiness when they are somewhere doing something, whatever it mm. may be, but also to empathize and feel someone's pain. And mm. that, Adam, is what actually I was talking about on my podcast this morning. I just released a new episode, mm. and it's based on the Book of Joy with the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu. One of the meditations that they share mm. in there is a Buddhist practice of reducing suffering and it is about absorbing well not absorbing so much you don't want to take on the suffering Hmm. but by recognizing it and honoring it almost with compassion Hmm. and joy put joy on that even when my dad my in my family I tend to be Mm. there at the last moments of life. So my dad, when he passed away, he couldn't speak, but he wanted me next to him. And I think by recognizing, even in death, I think if we we go there with our compassion Mm. and empathy, it is so mm. valuable mm. and it makes the, it, it, it sounds silly, but it makes the world a better place. Mm. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Mm. That's where you have to get. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. You do what you need to do. If, you know, Mother Teresa, you know, caring for so many dying people. Mm. giving of herself it made her happy Mm. to be amongst the misery because she was being of service Mm. and we all have that capability um, in some way really touch base with that and i think like um like you said in times of death and times of uh hardship and things it's like being compassionate isn't it and uh having that, that empathy and just mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that honesty that that raw raw authenticity of being weird yeah. and um yeah what a roller coaster of a ride of an interview right yeah <laughs> Because Adam, yeah. Adam, I'm gonna switch gears because I, I yeah. need to go, but I'm gonna leave you with a couple of comments yeah, sure. just to make it a little more uplifting on the tail end of this interview. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Part mm. of me is funny. I think there's a comedian in there somewhere. So on the podcast, I often oh, nice. am quite ridiculous. And I've started interviewing comedians on occasion. 
And it's, it's hysterical Mm. because one of the types of meditation that I like to teach is a laughing meditation, Mm. laughter, Mm. using your body, using your vocal cords, using your energy and your facial expression, every muscle in your body to dance like Mm. a fool or to laugh, whatever you need to do. That energy is so important. Adam, even right now, Mm. even in the pandemic, perhaps especially in the pandemic. And I think that everyone needs to forgive themselves, let go of the comparison (laughs) to other people. And you go and dance like a fool if you need to. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. You know, one of my episodes that I I released (laughs) on the podcast recently was called (laughs) Orgasm in Broad Daylight. Mm. And I'm I'm talking about, I interviewed this, this comedian, but he's very spiritual too. So we, just like in this conversation that you and I are having, mm. we go ebb and flow through all this energy mm. of life. It's all the stew of life. It's all part of life. You need to cry and you need to laugh. You need to do all of it. Different people have different extremes, different levels of where they go with their energy. You don't have to compare yourself to people. Mm. I, I talk with clients sometimes, this one woman, I remember going to, oh, I could never go on video like you do. She's yeah. saying to me. And I'm like, you don't have to be Tony Robbins, yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone mm. can't, you're not mm. trying to be Gary V. You're trying to be you, you're being you. And the audience is going to know that, you know, if you're laughing mm. about the, the, the reason I called that particular episode, so orgasm in broad daylight is because we were in a studio and we mm. had some of the assistants around and a guy sneezed in the background of the podcast recording. So I said, bless you. And my friend, Craig Shoemaker, who I was interviewing, he's like, oh, no, no, I don't do that. And I'm like, what? What don't you do? I don't bless <laughs> people when they sneeze. It's the same energy as an orgasm. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're like blessing someone <laughs> to have an orgasm right in yeah. front of you in broad daylight. <laughs> So I thought it was so funny. So I made the whole the whole episode yeah. there is called orgasm <laughs> in broad daylight because you don't know what someone else is going through, <laughs> too. It's like sneeze, oh, yay. so he says he's like, oh, I say, oh, congratulations, yay for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's the uh, same muscles. It's the same funny. energy. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so yes oh my god so much fun oh my gosh yeah so there are i think if anybody stops by my show be careful of the titles because i'm not bluffing sometimes they say meditation Mm. sometimes Mm. they say um you know Mm. orgasm in broad daylight sometimes they're an interview with a great therapist like i mentioned um, or chiropractors mm. about exercise, about yoga teachers, about psychics, by the way, mm. I love psychics too. I love taking my mic into a psychic reading. Some of my shows oh, wow. are actually doing that kind of stuff. Some of my shows are about going to a Lakers game. I did a really fun one recently. I had my mic in there so you can hear Staples Center in LA. You can hear the booming of the Lakers game and everybody cheering and everything. It's really fun. And you can hear how, how little I know about basketball. 
because yeah. I'm commenting the whole time. I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Oh, oh, was it an interception? <laughs> They're like, oh, I thought it no, was embarrassing. It's not an interception in basketball. <laughs> steal, right? So it's kind of re- <laughs> it's a steal. That's what it is. It's a steal, yeah. not an interception. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I learned so after I put it on my error. podcast the wrong vocabulary. <laughs> That's okay. Forgiveness. <laughs> no, you're very yes. Well- so, oh my no, gosh. you too. You're very welcome. Thank you so I much appreciate for being calling on. me and sharing some of your space with me. Yes, yes. Well, I can't wait to hear the episode. Oh. And I hope everybody out there goes and I, listens to more of positivity. Positivity. Parsivity. Is yeah. that way how you say it? <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit of a tongue twist. Parsitivity. Parsitivity. Okay. Oh, yeah. We met awesome. LinkedIn. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know what, too? We forgot to mention how we met through. Li- yeah. Yes, yes, which is another phenomenal platform, another way to get across to people out there in the world. Um, I've been posting on LinkedIn more and more lately. I'm getting a little more confident there. It's always been yeah. more of a business. No, it's, it's great. Page, and um, you know, you've got I'm some great content, and it's a great place too. to put on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Exactly. I, think, I think we could all use a little more woo woo in our lives right now. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Thank well, you. Bless you too. You, and, um, and take I appreciate you coming on. It really means a lot and, connecting um, with you. Doing and, your uh, thing. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Take take care. Hi, I would just like to say a massive thank you for tuning into this podcast and I'm really, really grateful to be on this path and journey with you all. If you would ever like to provide feedback, you can do so by going on Apple Podcasts and leaving a review or you can send me an email at thepositivitypodcast.gmail.com. All feedback is much appreciated. If you would like to donate anything at all, I have a Patreon account where you can donate a small amount and you get exclusive content from the podcast. Or I also have a PayPal if you would like to donate anything as well. Just a small gesture. And all donations all go towards the podcast and making it a better experience for you all. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes.